Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> Four years from now will be ten years since we graduated. Yeah. This is content for our podcast, and we're ruining it. No, we're not. Wasting it. Oh, it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna see how long I could record before you noticed. Oh. But then you said that, and I had to kind of give it away because I don't want you to go this whole time thinking that we're just we weren't to... recording. Because then, if you would have slipped up and made a Kobe joke, <laughs> <laughs> then I had to erase the entire thing. Another Kobe joke. Yeah, that's yeah. That's how I copy with Kobe is making jokes. Hi, everybody, and welcome <laughs> back to this. I am Nero, and Dagster is too busy uh, laughing at his own jokes. <laughs> that's what I do. So someone's got to laugh. He's been making Kobe jokes all day, and I'm I'm about to fire him for like the <laughs> for the nth time. I think how many times will this be if I fire you again? Fourth, uh, fifth, fifth, fourth or fifth, fourth, somewhere fifth. around there. Yeah. You're... I don't know. A couple times you just sent me to the dungeon. So. Oh yeah, I never like actually fired you. I just. Well, one time you did, but then I came back because I just didn't get the message. Yeah, he literally didn't get the message. It never went through. No. Sprint failed me that day. Yeah. So we're going to talk about, um, if you kind of haven't already guessed, we're going to talk about uh, the decade, I guess, is what, uh, and specifically January. Yeah. Um, so this month, January is already gone. Uh, dude, time is going fast lately. It is. I can't keep track of it it's, anymore. It's nutty. Uh, there's like a huge theory actually about um, that kind of thing, and I'll probably open it up on you one of these days because it is a very intense theory. Now you got me curious. It's uh, it's basically a theory about 2012 about how the world actually. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, how the world like actually ended in 2012, and we're just in like a time hole now or some shit. Yeah, because there's a wormhole or something that people were were poking at. Scientists were, and it got mad, and suddenly we're all like, like the world ended, but. Like, we got shifted into another reality or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're basically all in a simulation or something right now. Well, like, that's where all like those... Like, some weird crazy... That's where all those, um... Those coincidences came from? Not coincidences. Uh, the... What effect? Mandela effect. Mandela effect, yeah. Some because people, it's like... Yeah. Uh, how some people think that it was, um... What was it? Like, Barnes & Noble was one or something? Or, like, it Berenstein was Barnes & Or, yeah, Berenstein Bears was one. Febreze. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandela himself. People thought he died in prison in the 80s. And, and then he, he didn't, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's all kinds then, of crazy stuff. There was also it's one a... about, what was it, Ellis Island, Freedom Island, where it's like, oh, uh, there's even some... Oh, like... the, you're talking about um, the Statue of Liberty, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, how, like, you're not allowed to go on the torch, but people literally have pictures of them in the torch yeah, or something like, like that. Yeah, they haven't been able to be in the torch since, like, 1900 because there was some terrorist attack or something. It's yeah, like, well, some no, weird there's stuff. pictures and... from, like, like... Like, even the street name is different, and there's some pictures of, like... Of the Statue of Liberty, where like people, like we're at, but the pictures all well, there's like pictures now or something on, like that on or... like Google Maps. There's pictures of like a staircase that leads nowhere, where it used to lead somewhere or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, that's what it was. So apparently, this it's is nutty. what we're talking about today. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was a good first start. Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't looked into that theory though, you definitely should because it's crazy. The problem with it is it's hard to find anything online about it. Yeah. Like, you can't find hardly anything online about it anymore. That's at least the when government I was taking at it, it down, man. It's probably what it is. They don't want people to know. But yeah. it's definitely something to look into if you have the, uh, if you can find stuff. But anyway, so January 2020, what's happened so far? We have uh, the coronavirus. Oh, Pretty yeah. easy to take care of. I mean, alcohol kills it, so just get drunk all the time and you'll be set. Drink anything but Corona and you'll be fine. Yeah, don't drink Corona. Basically, uh, Mexican beer sucks. Uh, let's just let's just be clear. <laughs> for if Corona is listening and wants to sue us, that's a joke. Drink as much Corona as you like. It's not connected to the virus. I just had to do that for legal reasons, just in case. Legal reasons, my legal own. reasons. Yes, because we don't want to. This get... episode is sponsored by Corona Extra. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by the coronavirus. <laughs> Uh, wow, drink responsibly. <laughs> hopefully nobody's died from that. Otherwise, Dude, what if Corona terrible. made a bottle of, or like made a flavor called Virus? Oh, that would be hilarious. Capitalize on a tragedy. I that like would be it. yeah. Well, oh. Bud Light capitalized on the damn Area Fifty One raid. Well, that's not a tragedy though. Yes, it was. How was it a tragedy? Because nobody happened. stormed it. I was upset. <laughs> that's true. There's like. Was like that was tragic. I thought we were gonna get some stuff. I thought we were gonna see them aliens. And no, they I've been listening. Dude, I've been listening to the to uh, Holmberg's Morning Sickness a lot lately because I gotta be up at the butt crack of dawn. But it's super interesting because they've been talking about how um, they've been joking a lot about the space force 
And then they said something about how some guy from NASA, apparently, and this is all secondhand information, so this could be BS, but some guy from NASA, I guess, was taught, was having an interview and basically saying, like, yeah, there's UFOs. There's things out there that we don't know enough about to tell you anything about. And now we have the Space Force. So they're admitting that there's something up there. And the Space Force, we're about to go to war with some aliens. And not Dude, I would love to be in the Space Force. Like, I would, mm. I would do that in a heartbeat. What if you weren't allowed to wear your Master Chief costume? Uh, it depends. It depends. Well, I mean, obviously, so that that's what I wonder, though, is because you got to think, if we're going to have a space force, you know, astronauts and stuff have a very specific suit to keep them safe. Yeah. What are we going to do to those astronaut suits to also make them battle ready? You know? Huh. That's a good point. Because that, that would be, you got to think, there's all that padding and stuff that they have, all that stuff that's there for a reason. How do you take that suit and make it battle ready? Because those suits are extremely fragile. I mean, one little rip and you're getting sucked through a hole like the size of your asshole. Can and you, can it's you, just... Well, just let's take a second here and just imagine them actually fighting in space. Just floating around. Doo-doo, doo-doo. Uh-oh, I got to turn around. Hold on. So that's what I'm saying. I think they'd have like, we would need like gravity boots. Something that could like... Like magnetic boots so they can stand on the spaceship and just... Stuff like that, yeah. You'd have to. Because if you go to... If you get into a firefight in space, (laughs) and... That's the other thing. How would we fight anything in space? We would have... We don't have laser weapons. First things first, call George Lucas. Call George Lucas. Yeah, not the Star Trek people, but the Star Wars guys, because they know what they're talking about. Star Trek sucks. For legal reasons, that's a joke. Uh, watch as much Star Trek as you'll have to have an opinion. You can, it's not about the president. You can watch Star Trek and drink Corona as much as you want. No, you can't have an opinion about the president. I lied. You just can't say that you want to kill him because then that'll get you in a lot of trouble. We're making a statement for legal reasons. That's a statement. That's a statement. I'm not planning on doing anything. Um, we're we're not completely. Unlike most people, I can see uh, the things he has done well. Yeah, he's. I'm he, not one of those people that just refuses to believe he is helping because I don't like him. I don't know. I there's. It's so I stupid. no. I low key kind of. I don't know if I would vote for him, but I kind of support him because if you look at it, look at how hard the media is going after him. Why? If the media is in bed with all these dark people, why are they trying so hard to bring him down? What about the politicians? Well, they're all who, taking the Democratic side, which is really weird. Like that. It's it's so. What's weird to me is, like, how hard they're trying to bash him and get him in trouble. Like, that is what worries me. And they're just kind of pulling things out of nowhere. Especially Hillary Clinton. Well, she's she's, she's like She's so obviously in hot water. And the fact that she's not in trouble and somehow Trump is... Well, you can't do anything with her because her witnesses keep committing suicide. <laughs> they keep sticking the gun to the back of their heads and pulling twice. Yeah, because the first one didn't kill him. For legal reasons, that's not a joke. That's not a joke. That's not a joke. <laughs> she, uh... Yeah, and anyway, we're not going to get political, but uh, not a fan. Um, so we had the coronavirus. What else did we have? We had, uh... Kobe Bryant passed away. I'm going to bite my tongue and, on that one. And, uh... <laughs> and eight other people? Eight other people. Eight yeah. other people, including his daughter, which is something I think we should talk about. And yeah, I really think we should talk about it because people are painting the picture as it's tragic because Kobe Bryant died. And it's like, that That's dude true. was a really huge inspiration, like cool. But his daughter was on there and seven seven other people. Two of them, I think three of them were like teenage girls. And then like two of them were like the parents. He obviously had the pilots. The pilots. And the, the problem was, like, they they were flying in bad conditions. First of all, why would you do that? Is that what happened? Yeah. I never actually got any details on I, it. I heard something about they were flying in, what was it, cloudy or foggy or bad. Let me... Because well, people it. do that all the time, though. Usually you can handle that. Well, I, I mean, think... I mean, 747s go through damn thunderstorms all the time. Well, let me look it up real quick. Kobe Maybe it was bad maintenance or something. Bryant weather conditions. You know what's really weird is after a celebrity dies and you look up their name, still one of the top comments are one of the top search things is net worth. Like yeah. really, like that's what you care about. <laughs> yeah, like, they just died, and that's what. That's because that's all anybody cares about is is money. Everything like, has to have a value. It's like when they, uh, it's like when they, uh, 
they interview YouTubers or whatever. How do you make money? What's your net worth? How much are you worth? It's like, are you planning to kill me or like? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you that. Say there's no black box. Uh, let's say poor. Say poor flying conditions in the Los Angeles area are a focus of the investigation. Um, I'm gonna have to skim through this and see if I can. The dense fog that was reported around the time of the chopper. Uh, departed John Wayne Airport in Orange County, California, just after 9 a.m. remains a main focus of the investigation. So there was dense fog. Um, more bodies from the debris, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 40 uh, minutes. Seems weird. So 40 minutes after it took off, a 911 call reported that the aircraft, which was traveling northwest, crashed into flames. On a hillside, five officials said. On a hillside. Do you think maybe it was too foggy and he couldn't see it? Maybe. He'd been, the pilots of the chopper had been given special clearance by air traffic control to keep flying in the declining weather. Um, so, that's interesting. The fog was so thick Sunday morning that in Los Angeles, police department decided to ground its helicopters until the afternoon. The police department requires two miles of visibility and an 800-foot cloud ceiling to fly. So it sounds like if the police were grounding their helicopters, other people were grounding their helicopters, and yet they sent that helicopter out. Yeah. That's a little weird. Yeah, I don't know. But see, the thing is, is it, you can't... It's hard to make a conspiracy theory out of it because Kobe didn't... Well, I mean, I don't know that he didn't, but from what I understand, he didn't really have any big ties to anybody, like... Well, I wouldn't make it a conspiracy. Like, it's, I don't think it's fair to make it a conspiracy theory. Like, there's no... First of all, I think that takes the focus away from the fact that people died and it becomes like this mission. Like, ooh, who killed them? I don't think... I think it was honestly negligence that killed them. Like, they shouldn't have been out flying that day. No, I mean, I can agree with that. But... So, that's... I, I don't think it was, like, a conspiracy. Nobody... Like, Clinton didn't claim another victim. All right? This was just... <laughs> this was just uh, something that happened. It was a tragedy. It's, thing, it's something that happens all the time. <laughs> And the fact that not only was Kobe Bryant on it, but all these these eight other people, seven or eight other no Somewhere eight other people, there. yeah, including his daughter, eight other people. Must have been a big helicopter. It must have been a decent size, yeah. So I don't know if you've ever been in a helicopter, but they're not usually very spacious. No, no. <laughs> I've I've been in a in like one or two, and they're uh, they're not yeah they're not spacious. I can imagine, but yeah, I. To to do the conspiracy theory thing, I don't think does their their memory justice because it's for one thing you're kind of taking the point away from the real issue, which is like a weather control kind of thing, mm -hmm. and that does an injustice on so many levels because a it's like it just makes me wonder though why did why did air traffic control allow that helicopter to fly if the entire police department was like nah I don't know you know like who up there was like yeah, keep going. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's a good question. Like a simple, no, you should probably land, it's not safe, might have kept everybody alive, you know? Yeah. But. At the end know. of the day, that's not on my conscience, that's on that guy. The guy that told him to keep flying, that's on him, you know? Um, but we won't get into it too much, we don't want to take away from the sentimental value of it. But I think my point to make here is that Kobe's not the only one that died. No. So, you know, uh, sure, mourn his death, but I feel like you should mourn his death just like any other celebrity that you knew. Don't try to make it seem like you knew him personally unless you did. You know, um, there's no reason to write a novel about it on Facebook. No, I mean, it's, it's okay. Things I like mean, that. Well, the difference is, like, there are... Know your place. Like, if you're going to mourn and you're going to make those those paragraph-long posts, that's that's fine. That's, that's a, Everybody's got to cope with things. Like, there's co-workers of my mom's who said that they spent all day crying when they found out about it. They, like, they never knew him, but uh -huh. his death, like, they were... He was a big part of their upbringing. They watched him all the time when they were growing up. Right. It, it becomes like... Well, I can thing. relate to that because I was kind of the same way... I wouldn't say I cried, per se... Um, cause I, like, I don't know them personally, obviously, but like when, uh, when Robin Williams died, he oh. died when I was in basic training actually. And I didn't believe everybody like, cause I, we just kind of caught wind of it and I was in basic and I thought, you know, it was just one of those things. And I found out that he actually had died 
and I was really, really upset about it, and uh, still kind of am. Yeah. Not, like, upset to the point, like, it pisses me off, but, like, it just sucks to think about, because Robin Williams was such an awesome voice actor and actor in general. Like, he was, like, a kind of like a role model almost. Yeah, he was. Um, and there's even musicians that are kind of like that for me and stuff like that, and there's people that... Uh, these bands and actors that are in our time now that we like actually grew up with, because Robin Williams was around before I knew about him, obviously. Um, but there's gonna be people in these bands and stuff that I've listened to since they came out, kind of. And you know, when one of them dies, that's gonna really suck. Um, so I mean, I can kind of get it, but I've never personally cried over something that wasn't like a personal. Yeah subject like yeah, animals or family or something like that there's definitely a limit i mean it's okay to cry if that's what you feel like you need to do but just um if you just keep the families and friends in mind the people who like really like they're the ones who really need the support they're the ones who really need it like yeah not to uh, say that that fans don't need it yeah because we all have those moments like when you hear like if there are people from like childhood, as ridiculous as it sounds, like Princess of Jackass crew when Ryan Dunn died. Oh, like those yeah. are those are people I was watching. Like they they did a lot of stupid stuff, but they, I was watching them when I was a kid. I probably shouldn't have been, but I was. <laughs> and so hearing about his death, it's like wow, he was a big part of my childhood growing up. Uh, and yeah, he died doing something incredibly stupid, and but still, it was still a tragic thing. Or like when Chris Cornell died, or like there's a lot of examples where it's like wow, these people were like really pivotal. To some degree in my life, even if I didn't know them directly, they still had an impact. Well, like Paul Gray, the basis yeah. of Slipknot when he died. Or like was, the Rev. That was pretty rough. The Rev, oh man. Yeah, that was a, that was a rough one too. Uh, that that music video they made for uh, So Far Away still gets me uh, gets me in the feels <laughs> when, I, when I end up watching it. But um, yeah, it's, it's a crazy thing, but you know, it happens and there's no real right way to deal with it so i mean that's a fair point um so what was the uh oh we were going to talk about so a decade because we're we're coming up on time here well, i do want to so. i do want to make a quick comment like pewdiepie also went on break my heart's broken uh, i mean yeah. he needs the break though we, they all like the, he's been around doing that for a while it's been a decade youtubers like he started in 2010 i think so YouTubers, I mean, they spend, like, every day, it's like, oh, it's such an easy job, like, they get paid money for nothing. It's like, well, they, first they have to record the video, they gotta find decent content, record the video, edit the video, um, follow Plus all the guidelines on YouTube. I know Markiplier yeah. has an editor, I think. Mark has one, PewDiePie has one, but he also edits some of his videos himself. Uh, Jacksepticeye has one. Um, it's just kind of finding a good middleman, because it's the same thing with, like, when you're a musician, you want to have a producer, yeah. you want to have... Uh, manager like you want to you want to try to get as many people to take as much stuff off your plate as possible yeah. so you can focus on the creative aspect and i guess and my, that's what they're doing my point to that is like yeah pewdiepie needs the break he deserves it he's been you know especially with the way the media has been treated Dude, in the last honestly if anybody's upset about that that would piss me off to hear that because it's like you cannot tell me that you, you got people that do regular jobs all the time and they take vacations and stuff. Yeah. You can't tell me this dude who's he's like the most popular guy on YouTube, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's, so he's, he's, got, he's got a lot of eyes on him twenty four seven. You know YouTube's definitely watching his ass because that's their biggest guy well, basically. Especially yeah, like, with like the things that happened the last couple of years. He made a couple of dumb mistakes and it doesn't seem like the media's been able to let it let that go. Well, they're not going to. And they take every opportunity to try and tear him down. And he's honestly, like, they don't talk about his charity efforts. They don't talk about the, the good things that he's done in the world. They just talk about any time. Even when he doesn't say something bad, they take the things that he says out of context. Like, I saw this this one that made me super mad. It was like, uh, the reason why PewDiePie quit YouTube is because he hates his fans. And here's a quote from his editor saying they're the most annoying people in the world. I mean, I, I don't, it's so stupid because... Would he? Would I don't think Sive said that. I mean, there's a chance he might have said something along those lines, but he didn't say it with any malice. Yeah. Like yeah, but no, I don't think he would have said that. They just they take everything out of context to make it seem so much worse. Like PewDiePie didn't quit; he's just taking a break, and he needs to. He deserves it, and he loves his fans. You can tell that from, you know, just watching how he does his videos. He, he loves his audience, but man, I. I, I hate Honestly, if we were able to like somehow set up an interview with him, that'd be awesome. Dude, that'd be rad. Because we could have him like talk about all of the good stuff that he actually does. 
Yeah. And we could put that out because but that you need a counter media for that kind of stuff because. But my question is, like, would he be comfortable with that? Because I feel like he'd be the type of person who would probably be. He would prefer to keep that more on the down low. He doesn't do. He doesn't do the good to, to boast about it. He doesn't well, yeah, no, because... but it it needs to be known as well, like yeah. because. It's not fair to him that that's the image everybody's creating on him. And yeah. Now all of a sudden, because he wants to take a break for however long, like yeah. who gives a shit? Anyone with half a brain, and most people these days don't have one, uh, they they <laughs> can tell that everything that he says, when he says something outrageous, he's making a joke. It's a sarcastic comment to make fun of the people who actually believe in that. Mm. Like when he used to, he like uh, for a short time he would dress as a Nazi as a joke. It's an extreme joke, I'll give you that, but it was a joke to make fun of the people with actual Nazi views. PewDiePie really isn't bad. He's really good if you actually take the time to watch him and like kind of pay attention to the context of what he's doing. Right. His statements are bold, but they actually have a solid good point to them. So, kudos, like good, good for PewDiePie for taking a break. Uh, I just wanted to say that because I love PewDiePie and I miss you, but take your time. <laughs> take, take whatever time you need. I'll be here when you get back. <laughs> how cute yeah I'm loyal <laughs> well uh so that's January and a wrap um yeah um so we we're gonna kinda compare January of 2010 so let's kinda see what some of the big articles in January 2010 are so we're gonna take a break and then we'll come back and uh we will talk about what happened in January of 2010 we'll be back <laughs> I don't know if I could do it. It's just so fucked up. <laughs> so we found out uh, a few things. First off, uh, disease, 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 Lyme. <laughs> so Justin Bieber's got Lyme disease. That's something to celebrate. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're terrible people. So what happened in 2010? Uh, not a got? whole lot. Just a, an earthquake in Haiti, apparently. That happened on January... Hold on. Not a whole lot. Just an earthquake in Haiti. No big deal. <laughs> uh, I, I know that... It's Nothing a, to uh, talk about. A bunch of actors won some awards. That's pretty important. Simon Cowell left uh, American Idol. That was on January 11th. Earthquake devastates Haiti, killing approximately 160,000 and destroying the majority of the capital port of Prince. On January 12th of 2020. I blame Simon Cowell. I find it odd that he left American Idol on the 11th and the next day Haiti had an earthquake. Exactly. It's weird. It's Simon Cowell's fault. Not to uh, take away from the seriousness of the earthquake in Haiti. No, that doesn't take away Uh, from it at all. But uh, it's Simon Cowell's fault. So you guys should probably go hunt him down, to be honest. Don't kill him. Just find out where he's at. And then that's it. Leave it there. And just take really awkward pictures of him. No, don't do that either. That's that could get us in Take really awkward pictures of him in his white V-neck and bell bottoms. Yeah. He always wears like bell bottom jeans. I think it's funny. Just be careful. Or like boot cuts. Don't don't actually do that because that's harassment and we could all be in trouble. Anyway. Except uh, for me. It was your idea. (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) It's on recording. It's it's recording. No, this is all fake. That's it's all it. a simulation, remember? So nobody's going to know about it if I don't want them to. I think I just said it's on record. It's, it's on, on record. It's on record. It's on record. Talking about Simon Cowell. Now you got your fucking British. voice off. You got to the British. That's like posh British, though. That was like... On record. Yes. It's so posh. Yes, indubitably. You didn't just... know how to wrap your mind around it, sir. Exactly. Okay, so January twenty first. I'm just I'm just doing this like this for the rest of the uh, podcast. Apparently. You're just going to talk like that. Is that what you're going yes. to do? That's that's what Daggy does. Okay. <laughs> so January twenty first of twenty ten. You'll never guess who made the news. I'm gonna stop that because I'm already getting on my, ner- on my own nerves. Uh, so January twenty first, someone else ma- or someone made news ten years ago in January, who also made news this year in, in January, January, but this time under better circumstances. This time. I mean, that time, I should that say. Time. Under This time was bad. This that time, time that was under time. better. Let's try this again. Try. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Nero. We're back with this. <laughs> and Kobe Bryant making the news. You're not going to introduce yourself, are you? People, at this point, I really hope they don't know who I am. <laughs> 
I'm terrible. I cannot blame you. <laughs> uh, oh, so dizzy, yeah. dizzy, 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 <laughs> slime. Oh, dizzy, 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 slime. Hey, who? Uh, Justin Bieber's got Lyme disease. Uh, January 20th. <laughs> That's, just going to throw that out there again, just in case you guys missed it the first time. Okay, so in, in January 2010, January 21st to be exact, uh, Kobe Bryant became the youngest NBA player to reach 25,000 career points at 31 years, 151 days. And he uh, built, built, let's try that again. He beat Wilt Chamberlain by 35 days. Now, this information comes from the website on this day. Um, so did the Lyme disease thing that uh, Mr. Nero was super excited about. Justin Bieber. You know that's spread by ticks, so... What Lyme is, disease? Yeah, so that, what does that mean? It must have been shooting a music video in the middle of Missouri or something. Maybe. In that uh, tall grass. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, the, the, thing, the funny thing is, like, we can remember personal stuff a lot better, oddly enough. Um, so, 10 years ago, 2010, not in January, but 10 years ago, we started high school. It's, yes. a, it's a weird thought because you start to realize just how freaking ancient you are. Yeah. Not even that old. We're we halfway are. through our 20s. So? That's like a quarter of a hundred. Yeah, which makes you younger. Not by much. Because the, the reason we think we're old is because we're probably expecting ourselves to die at like 60. I was so we're kind of already halfway through our life. I was aiming for 30, so I'm almost gone. Uh, oh, yeah, you're almost done. Yeah. You better start living, bro. Nah, I, I live perfectly. Honestly, I'd spend your last five years in prison if I were you I just live, to get the flavor. Get the flavor of some dude's ding-ding in my mouth? No. Because that's, that's basically No, you just act really crazy. You'll get put in solitary, and then you won't have to worry about that. I don't think it works that way. I think it does. How many... Or just go all out and do something that'll get you put on death row, and then you'll just die anyway. What could I do that, in order to go... Research how long the death row process takes. It's like 15 years. No. Yeah. It doesn't take you 15 years to get killed. Because they give you plenty of ample... They give you ample time to get your defense in order in case you want to have a... What is it called? Like, um... Where you file a, uh... A forgive me? <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> and then the judge is like, oh, I forgive you. Where they're like, nah, suck it up, dude. Suck it up and sit in the chair. So, okay. So you start planning now. I'm not going to... No, because in order to get death row, you basically have to hurt people. And I don't really care to hurt people. Then don't. Just not, drop a bomb somewhere. And then you don't have to worry about it. Because then the bomb's people. hurting people. No. Because I would have set down the bomb. You hire somebody else to do it. But what if they're not snitches? Then I don't go down. Then hire a snitch. Or just go turn yourself in. I don't know, dude. If you yeah, want to die by your 30s, you need to get this unlocked. Go to the, 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 the uh, police, what's it called, academy? No. So I, um, I, if you were going to kill somebody, though, how do you think you would do it? I don't think I'd be able to do it up close and personal. Then again, maybe I'm crazy enough to do it. Uh, I don't know. Personally, I don't. Uh... You got to think, how would you get away with it, too? You know, first of all, I wouldn't get away with it. I'm way too honest. I'd be, I'd wrap myself <laughs> out. Like I killed somebody. I called the, first, the first number I would call is the cops. Like, excuse me. Hi. Uh, I don't know what to do. I just killed somebody. You guys might want to come out here. Bring the cuffs. Um, and I don't think I would, I don't think I'd be able to kill somebody. Like my Christianity would kick in and then I'd be like, are you talking about Christians killed the most people at anybody? Those weren't real Christians. Historically. Those weren't real Christians. Those are the people who were, like, seeking clout. Um, <laughs> those were the saints. The saints don't count. What? Like, what do you say about the Crusades, then? The, the, or was that Catholic? That's my way out. That was Catholic. That was Catholic. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I'm going to look it up either way. You're going to be guilty, whether you like it or not. I watch Vikings. I've seen what the Christians do. Yeah, they were pretty brutal back in the day. <laughs> if you look at, like... What the word says versus what they did, they really twisted some of the word to justify they, they what they were doing. They killed four God. What are you talking about? That 
God, God did no. See, that's that's. Well, maybe it was because it was Old Testament God. Yeah, Old Testament was, God was pretty mean. Old Testament was like. <laughs> He was like showing you just how bad your sin was and what you created, like all the, the, the carnage that you created. New Testament is like, you created the carnage, but Jesus is coming to clean it up for you. So just trust yeah. in him and it's fine. But the, the Crusaders so nice. the Crusaders were like, were like I, I don't have to argue with you on that one, but the Crusaders <laughs> were like, uh, were like, they kind of forgot the whole Jesus part. It's like, oh, we're here to clean it up. It's like, well, no, Jesus is going to clean it. No, 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 no. We're going to pave the way for He doesn't need you to pave the way. I'm going to do it anyway. Okay. Uh, and then they killed people. What was the other one? The Spanish Inquisition? Probably. Isn't I don't that know. some other one? Or... I don't know history. I don't too know. There's a... I thought that was about gold. Well, um, it might have been. But, no. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, a Christian's not supposed to kill. There's a there's an interesting story that my pastor... Called wants. the Ten Commandments. <laughs> well, yeah, there's that, too. Thou shalt not kill. It's kind of the it's, first it's thing. It's pretty, yeah. yeah it's, it's like pretty, the second uh... thing, yeah. But first thing is love, love your God more than anything else. Second one is don't kill people. <laughs> um, Doesn't that seem... Okay, no, no, never mind. We're not going to get into that. We'll, okay, we'll talk yeah. about religion later on, but you yeah, go ahead. But I was going to say this. Like, my pastor told this story, and here's religion. Okay, but uh, he told this story about these, uh, I don't remember the details because it's been like over a year, maybe two, um, about these uh, missionaries who went to this indigenous island with their families, and they, they kind of set up the camp, and they were going to talk to the locals. Well, the locals um, decided to attack them at one point. Now, these missionaries had guns and stuff. They had ways to defend themselves. But as the, they were getting attacked, they realized, we know Christ. We are going to heaven. It's better for us to die than for someone who doesn't know Christ to die. Because if they die, then there's no way for them to get to heaven. They don't know Christ, the only way. So they allowed themselves to die. And that action there, like the indigenous people recognized that. And it actually turned a lot of them Christian. So point being... So they still killed them though. They didn't kill the indigenous people. They died. No, no, no. They killed the Christian people. Though. Yeah. They, yeah, but after they killed them, they're like, oh, crap. These people let us kill them. Why? What's what's behind all that? And then they started getting into it. And they're like, okay, Jesus is pretty cool. I want to be his friend. I know it sounds a little weird the way I tell it, but but it's my point being. I mean, that's that's pretty brutal. My, my, uh, but but my, my point being, though, is that if somebody's got to die, and this is going to sound terrible, but it should be the Christian, because... <laughs> Their eternity is secured. A Christian should never kill someone whose eternity is not secured because you can basically be sending them to hell. I know that sounds terrible. What? But, but okay, know. but if somebody was trying to kill me, to hell with them. I don't care if they... I don't, I don't give a shit. If they're trying to kill me, they're going to have to just go to hell then because I'm not about to... Okay. They brought it on themselves. Like, they were there... For a reason to like help these people out, and they're like, "Nah, we're just gonna kill you instead." At that point, I'd have been like, "Okay, well, if you're going to hell, then you know." But the, it was very righteous what they did. I will say that, but I would not have done that. They would have had to kill me. That's why. That, well, that's taking some of their own. Uh, that's that's where that that first casualties. commandment comes in. You got to put God before yourself, man. Are you gonna separate people from God eternally, or are you just gonna be they like that on themselves though? <laughs> they made that choice. It is it is not my job to send people to heaven. That is not what I'm here for. But I, I guess I guess my point being like having that 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 should be the priority. I guess is like for a believer at least. Like if you're a believer, then then you should want everybody to to have that chance to come to Christ, and you you don't want to take that away from somebody. So that's why I could. But that was their chance. That's what the missionaries were there for. So I and guess, they declined and tried to kill them. I, so to hell, bye. I guess to answer your <laughs> to answer your question, how would I how would I kill somebody? Um, I don't know if I'd be able to, but if I did, it would be a Christian. Um, <laughs> so you'd kill another. If I was gonna kill somebody. Everybody at the church better watch out. That's a, that's a joke. Just just clearly, that's a joke. I would never. I don't think I. Y'all might want to check his pockets next uh, next session. I don't think I have. <laughs> I don't think I honestly have it in me to kill somebody. Then again, I've never been pushed beyond my breaking point. I've Do you never think that would have been your breaking point? If those uh, people. Oh, hey, look at that! My phone's vibrating. It's gonna be right up in the middle of that. Let's just uh, turn that off. <laughs> <laughs> I, so if you would have been on that island, do you think that would have been a breaking point? You think you would have killed them? Or it's would you hard let to yourself say. die? Uh, I'd like to believe I would let myself die. I, I you know, that's honestly probably what I'd, I'd probably be. probably be scary to do that, I'd, though. I'd be like, 
Like, finally. Um, but no, I... Uh, <laughs> Take me. <laughs> I know like, where I'm going. No, uh, I don't know. I'd like to believe that I'd, I'd have it in me to, to do the right thing. But honestly, used to say my fight or flight instincts wouldn't kick in. Um, then again, I might be more of a freeze type of person. I don't know yet. I've had situations happen where things go to like crazy and I'm just like, I start to freeze because my brain can't compute and I don't know what action to huh. take. So I just kind of hit Windows freeze. reboot. Exactly. I'm just like, like for instance, if I see a car accident on the freeway, I'm just like, okay, what do I do? It's like all these people are jumping in to help or calling 911. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, is that person dead? Oh, they're about to die, but I can help get up and help them. But what do I do? <laughs> yeah, you and I are very different. If I see car crashes, especially like if I see them firsthand, bye. <laughs> you just take off. Yep, I'm not a witness. Nothing. I'm just bye. <laughs> if I see them like they already happened, and I drive up to one, I'm either yelling at the people for slowing down and making it a <laughs> making it a scene because now there's traffic because they want a rubberneck, or I just laugh. I'm like, huh, that's what you get. No, honestly. You know, like, but it kind of depends on whose fault it is. Like, there was one time I was on my way to Oklahoma, and this dude was weaving in and out of cars like a like crazy on this freeway or this highway, whatever you would want to call it. I was in, like, New Mexico. And uh, he flew, he, he, and it was just a two-lane. a two lane. So, like, right. one traffic one way, one traffic the other way. And uh, he flew past me, swung around me, and got in front of me, cut me off. And he went to do it to the guy, or he did it to the guy in front of me, and then he went to do it to this next guy, and there was a car coming. And he saw that last second, so he swung out to the left side, the car almost hit him, or he almost hit the other guy that was coming the opposite way, and he like, did a hard left to avoid it, went up a ramp in the dirt, and just smacked into a ditch, and he had a huge dust cloud, and I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, you had that coming, and that's what you get. I didn't feel bad even a little bit. I didn't stop to check if he was okay, nothing. I just, right through that desk cloud, and I was gone. Yeah, Later. you and I are very different, because, like, I don't know, the way I, the way I approach it is, um, I see everyone as equal. You know, like, the way I look at it, the Bible, for instance, which is where I get all my judgments from, the Bible doesn't rank sin. Basically, if you screwed up, you screwed up. We're all equal in that department. It doesn't matter what your sin is. If you screwed up, you screwed up. So I don't well, see, see. I do agree because I do. I see everybody as equal as well. But like, like everybody's on a certain level in my head, and based on what you do, uh, decides like my respect level for you, right? Or like that decides like, like how I feel about you. So like, if you're a person that does good things in general, not even just for me, but if like if you're just like a good person, and I see you doing good things, or like you just make good judgments, you have respect for yourself, and you respect me then I return that. So you're higher up on the pedestal as opposed to somebody that has proven to me they're untrustworthy or like stuff like that. It's not that I base them off of their sin per se, but like if you're a disrespectful person, you're not getting any respect from me because that's just not, Well, I guess you know, why would I waste my, and that's where, that's where we would kind of differ because I don't want Cause I was, I think I've told you before I was Baptist Christian yeah. like, for like 12 years of my life. So, I mean, I get it. It's, it's a very like, love everybody view and uh, that's that's just the aspect of it and what's i mean and i get it because that's how you're supposed to do it and that's the problem with a lot of people in a lot of religions is they pick and choose yeah um and i think that's why you and i are such good friends either way even though we're literally polar opposites yeah uh in terms of religion maybe not polar opposites but historically we've been enemies for a while yeah and uh somehow we still are able to connect because it's just, and it's really easy. It is. You know, it's like somebody else's beliefs have nothing to do with you. There's no reason to base your opinion on somebody or base how you view somebody just because they think different than you do. And it doesn't affect your life. Like the fact that you worship God and Jesus as your savior and all that stuff has nothing like that affects me in no way yeah. at all. And it, it, I think other people, just everybody needs to just kind of, well, I think adapt that, to that well, I think, <laughs> because I think what happens is you know Westboro um, Baptist <laughs> uh, I think what happens is that you know the Christian the Christianity is very 
very um, strict. It is very one way in, one way out. There's just Jesus or nothing else. So mm -hmm. I think what, what the issue is a lot of people have the better intentions and they're like, oh, we don't want you to miss out on that. So we want you to know Jesus. But then they take that step a bit too far by trying to force that on you, not giving you the option. A Christian yeah. should lovingly inform and educate and be like, oh, yeah, this is who Jesus is, this and this. But if somebody's like saying, I don't want it, it's like it doesn't do any good for you to keep pushing it. Like, I'm not saying completely give up, but at the same time, don't force it. Like, there's a way to do it and a way not to do it. And I think uh -huh. a lot of Christians kind of with good intention do the wrong thing. And that's where... It's, it's funny that you say that because uh, it, it's really weird. Um, I didn't know if it was like some kind of... Uh, and this is where we'll kind of differ again. Right. Because... Uh, but I didn't know... I, I took it as maybe a test from Odin or something. because So in, in my thing, Odin is a shapeshifter. He can turn into things. He can take he can take control of somebody's body or like live through another human being in your life that might not mean anything to anybody else, but he's showing himself as a person to try to like speak directly to you. Okay. It could have been that. It, it, there's a bunch of things that could have been. It could have just been coincidence. Um, but there was that one time you messaged me out of nowhere. Um, and had talked to me about Jesus, like, oh, it was a while back, and you had just kind of gave me a bunch of info and everything, and I was, I mean, it was a random but respectful thing, we just kind of talked about it, and, you know, it was alright. When I was working at Walgreens, this, uh, random lady, who, so I had helped her, uh, she was a customer there, and I had helped her quite a few times, because she was just having a rough time finding stuff, and so I had helped her or whatever, we had some talk here and there, um, her and her husband or whatever, and she was an older-ish lady, not, like, senior citizen old, but she was probably, like, 40s, maybe 50s, if right. I had to guess. Um, but anyway, so I helped her, and we had some conversation or whatever, and then she left. And then she just randomly came back uh, a couple minutes later and was like, hey, um, are you, like, I'm not, I don't want to bother you or anything. Are you super busy? And I was like, no, I'm just, like, organizing stuff or whatever. And she's like, okay, well, I just wanted to talk to you uh, about this, that, or the other. And, uh, and then she started, like, kind of talking about, Jesus and Christianity and all that stuff and not even from a customer service point of view I was just open and being respectful about it like I always do um and then after all that she kind of asked me like you know how do you feel about all that or have you ever thought about you know taking Jesus in as your savior blah 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 and so then that's when I explained you know I'm actually uh also true or heathen as some people call it um I have been in Christianity I've looked into a lot of religions all this other stuff and had this big conversation with her, and it was really cool because she actually sat there and listened to what Asatru was because she had never heard about it. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it's like uh, the Norse gods or whatever. And, like, if you've ever seen, like, the Marvel movies, you got, like, Odin and Thor and all that stuff. And it's a terrible depiction of them, but, like, that's that's how most people can connect to it is the Marvel movies. And so I was kind of explaining that to her uh, and then, like, kind of what the values and stuff were, um, a little bit of the history behind it and stuff like that, that it had been around before Christianity was even a thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, and we just had, like, a legit conversation about it, and it was really cool, and then it just ended on a good note. And yeah. we were just like, oh, okay, you know, um, thanks for talking to me. You know, you were really respectful about it, stuff like that. And I like that because it not only lets me know that there are Christian people out there that aren't, Westboro Baptist yeah. type Christians, <laughs> uh, which was the big reason I got away from it in the first place because of just the nasty people that I saw. Uh, but also it, it lets Christians know that there are people out there that aren't Christian that are still decent people yeah, and that it's possible, you know, like oh, you yeah. don't have to. And, and that's kind of the biggest message that I was getting out with it. But, um, I just thought it was interesting because that was like maybe the second or third time that year that that had happened. Like, cause there was you, there was that chick, and maybe I think one other person that had said something about it. Um, and uh, I just thought it was interesting because, you know, right as I had kind of found a religion that I really, really actually felt at home with, that I actually really was able to connect to, that stuff had started happening, and I was just like, is this dude, like, finally trying to, like, reach out to me after all this time? Is that Jesus doing this stuff, or is, like, Odin testing me right now? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so I didn't really know what to think about it, so I just kind of, like I said, I kept open mind, open ear, or whatever, and, uh, take it with a grain of salt, and no, I never converted for anything. Right. Um, and I probably don't plan to, but 
it's little stories like that or like little interactions like that I think are important for everybody um especially if you feel like you're one of those people that has a hard time opening your mind to those things sometimes just talking to those people can give you a better experience and yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say that Christians the only or Christianity and stuff like that's the only religion that has bad people because yeah, it's not no, no. there's people that are in Ossetru that are in heathen um heathenry or odinism and there's a lot of different names for it but there's people that use it as a code of white supremacy they're like oh only white people can get in this religion because it's a european religion so why would it make sense for an african person to follow this that or the other and blah 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 or they'll try to they they try to govern it and that's the thing about Ossetru is there are no rules like we have a set like a set understanding of like who the gods are and stuff like that but there is no there's no, like, this is how you're supposed to worship them. This is how you you have to give uh, offerings and sacrifices. You have to do this. You have to. There is none of that. You yeah. you take the gods as you want, and that's what's really cool about it. Everybody has their own interpretation, but we all have a basic understanding of what is there. And when people try to do that crap, I hate them just as much as I hate the people that are nasty in any other religion. The yeah. extremists and stuff like that, I can't stand that crap. No, because the way I see it, it's like, you can't use this as, oh, only whites can do this. Because the gods are going to, for me, the gods are going to pick who they want to pick. They're going to they're gonna associate with who they want to associate with. There is no white only. That's just stupid. There's no, there's no, uh, that's another one. They don't, uh, gay people. Some yeah. of them will try to be like, no, gay people and trans people don't belong in this because this is supposed to be a strong, like, you know, like a <clears throat> religion. It's supposed to be just really... Masculine. everybody. Yeah, exactly. Everybody's supposed <laughs> to be really, you know, tough and this, that, or the other, and it's not even about that. Like, that's not... Stereotypes so are so stupid. stupid. It is so stupid. It really is, because it's... <sighs> like, like, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me, but, you know, it's just what... And, uh, it's just how people are. And yeah. it's, it's, it's really dumb, because there's nothing in writing that yeah. says that on either side. There's nothing in writing that says that on either side. On, not in Christianity, not in heathenism, not in Catholicism. I mean, as far as I... Because I did read a little bit into other religions when I was still looking. Satanism, literally, same thing. There's nothing that says nobody's allowed to do this. Um, and Satanism was, Satanism was really interesting, because it had nothing to do with Satan at all. It wasn't devil worship. It was literally about seeing yourself as your own God. You rule your own world. So it's like, keep to yourself. And, you know, like, we get it. You're a God of your own universe, but don't be a dick. Like, don't act like you're above other people just because you're a God in your universe. Yeah. Nobody cares. They're in their own universe. Let them do their thing, and you mind your business. And that's kind of what it was. It was really Satanism, or Levian Satanism, I should say. It was literally all about, if you accomplish something, give yourself credit. But if you mess up, you better take fault for it. Like you better be able to own up to your mistakes as well. Yeah. And that's what it was. That's what it was. It's just about yourself. Um, again, with that one, I fell out of that one because the people in there, literally, in in the, his book, he says not to be, not to get a big ego. It's literally one of the first things he says about once you realize that that's what you want to do, don't give yourself an ego and act like you're a god above others, and. That's all I ever saw. I never met people in person, but online or like Facebook groups and stuff like that. All I ever saw was people with big heads. And I got out of that real quick. I was just like, nope. Yeah. I don't like it because it's when it comes to religions and stuff like that, I get it. A lot of it can be interpretation, but you still, you know, there's things that are in writing for a reason. And if you're going to pick and choose, then what are you doing in that religion? That's the, not how it works. Yeah, the thing about religions is that no matter what religion you're in, it's all or nothing. Exactly. Exactly. You 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 know, if you go into a religion, you're you have to be one of those people that's you might not be on the front lines, you might not be like uh who's that guy that locked all those people out of his church during a storm or whatever, Joel Osteen or whatever. <laughs> like just because you're not at that fame level doesn't mean you're not still representative of that religion yeah if you if somebody meets you and they find out that's your religion they're gonna base how they feel about that religion based on how you act yeah i'm like oh here we go the damn christian again won't stop pushing it down my throat or like yeah. um here we go this this weird dude who believes in viking stuff is 
pushing people around and being a bully and being belligerent and obnoxious or he's it's like when white people, supremacist or that it's just so it's it's like when people see the uh, stereotypical like um, <sighs> Islamic person like they they try and say that all Islamic people are terrorists that's not true at all mm-hmm. that's like they don't no yeah, I've met some really nice uh, Muslims before like I've you yeah. know there there are people <laughs> that are out there and it's the crazy thing is I think another big misunderstanding is a lot of those people um, that kind of think that way or even vice versa, they all, like the people that are against people thinking that, a lot of those people will think that, um, you know, the U.S. is over there just messing things up for everybody. Yeah. In reality, a lot of a lot of those people in that area want ISIS gone. They don't even like them. They're just, they don't have the means to drive them out, which is why we're there. And they will literally snitch out people. Like, if we go into cities and towns and stuff to do, you know, to, like, secure it or whatever, they will snitch people out. Or they'll, like, point at buildings or they'll say, like, they'll they'll all go hide in their homes. Because if you walk through a town and everybody hides, it's not because we're there. It's because they know shit's about to go down because there is ISIS in that town. Mm. Which is, it, it's one of the things that I learned. I mean, I never got to go overseas, obviously, but... I trained enough <laughs> um, that I probably could have. Uh, and that's one of the things they look for. If everybody, you know, gets into their houses as soon as you show up, it's not even because they're scared of us. It's because they know ISIS is there and shit's about to go down. Um, and uh, that's why I think, you know, when there's Muslims over here in America, the first thing you should the first thing you shouldn't do is put them in that category because yeah, they probably fair. hate them as much as you do. It, and it's not fair. It's not fair to them for you to do that. It's yeah, that would be that would be like if you found out somebody was Christian and you just all of a sudden you're like, oh, you're probably one of those weird Westboro Baptist people, or like, oh, you probably protest soldier funerals because this, that, or the other. Yeah. Oh, I bet you go to metal concerts and scream through the fence about how the metal band's satanic and blah blah blah. Which not every Christian does that. It's right. not. It's not even a common thing, really. It's like those. It's just the nutcases that go out and do that, like. So, I mean, and that's another thing I don't understand is, why do you do that? Like, why do people do that? Why would you take time out of your day to go stand at, outside of an event where you're probably just going to get laughed at? Well, I think that's... To, like, preach random... Because when I went to Pagan Pride out here in, uh, I think it was in Phoenix, and it was, like, maybe a few months back, me, Sarah, and John all went to a Pagan Pride festival, and there was some dude out there with a megaphone... Uh, who had another guy filming him. He had a little Bible verse thing, like a sign hung over his shoulders or whatever. And he was out there just preaching and talking about how we were all going to hell and all this other crazy stuff. And I'm just like, dude, you realize everybody's just here laughing at you. Like, we don't care. (laughs) Two two things. First of all, that individual specifically, if he had a camera on him, he was looking for attention. He was looking to get his name out there. It had nothing to do with God. Secondly. Oh, easily. Secondly, people do that, I think, because there are things in the Bible that basically say if you don't stand against evil, then you're part of the evil. If you stand and say nothing, or if you sit and do nothing. So I think what a lot of people do is they see these things as um, things as like situations that what they do is they see it as situations that, that take distract people from God, that take people from God. So what they're trying to do is go out there and be like, hey, be careful of this because this separates you from God. But... They can again. It's that good intention, bad, uh, bad carry through. So they go out and they do it, and they just do it so wrong. And first of all, one th- well, first of all, this is like my third point. <laughs> I um, that's one thing I cannot stand is when anybody goes up to somebody else and says you're going to hell. You do not know a person's heart. Only God does. God is the judge. Jesus said, leave the judgment to me. I will do that. Do not judge others. Why? Because it goes back to our point. We're, the point we made earlier that we're all equal. We've all uh-huh. screwed up and separated ourselves from God. Whether it's one millimeter or one million miles, separation is separation. It is black and white. If you're, Are you separated from God? Yes. And how dare you judge someone else who is separated from him as well? Like if The only reason that Christians are close to God is because of Jesus. That is it. We can't do anything ourselves to do it. So how can we stand there with the audacity to tell somebody they're going to hell? That's not our call to make. We don't know them. We don't know their hearts. Only God does. 
Our job is to go there and lovingly talk to them, instruct them, inform them, walk with them, befriend them, be warm with them, not to condemn, not to judge, not to spit on, not to harass. That is not our job. That is not Christian. That is not what God would stand for. Jesus walked, sat, and ate with the sinners, and we're supposed to do that too because we're all sinners. Jesus wasn't a sinner. Let me be clear about that. <laughs> but if Jesus, the pure one, could do that, then we're all supposed to do that with each other, whether you're a Christian sinner or you're um, a non-believer sinner or a Satri sinner or, or a Muslim sinner, whomever you are, all-inclusive. Like, we're not supposed to hate one another, judge one another, condemn one another. So anybody who's out there doing that, waving a sign, using the Bible, the gospel, to put somebody down and to, to tell them that they're going to hell, that is blasphemy. Let me be that. Let me be clear about that. That is blasphemy. Yes, there are sins that separate people from God, and those sins will send you to hell if you don't, from a Christian standpoint. Let me just, I'm just, I'm going to say things, something here that's controversial, but <laughs> if you don't believe in Jesus. You don't have Jesus there with you. If you're not a Christian, a follower, somebody who picks up the cross every day, if you don't have that direct connection with Jesus, there is no way into heaven. That's it. So these events, there's, there, those are a separation. I think that's where people get screwed up because they go to, in some, like no offense here, but in some sense to stand against the evil, right? Right. But they just do it in a way that just, makes them jerks and it's not good for anything or anyone so the, the thing of, i the thing i don't understand is really it's it's why you don't see anybody else doing that no nobody no it, that would that would be like if i went into the middle of a church ceremony and while the pastor was trying to talk i was just in the back of the church yelling like you stupid Christians, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Like, this, that, like, just a bunch of stupid stuff that it, it serves no purpose other than to be a voice there. It, it doesn't do anything for anybody. Just let people get on with their lives, you know? You don't yeah. have to go to a church no. and do that. There's no reason for you to drive into bumfuck Phoenix no. and start screaming with a megaphone at a bunch of people who obviously aren't Christian. Again, Yeah, again, that person so, was just like, looking for clout. He was just looking for... Well, I'm pretty sure he was recording it so he could put it into some stupid little VHS, yeah. you know, and show it to the whole church when he got back or whatever, but... And then he just it, gets excommunicated. <laughs> <laughs> He's not invited back to service. But, um... Dang it, Jerry, it, not again. <laughs> we told you to stop doing this. You're fired. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's it's just... It's ridiculous. And and like I said again, this is not directed towards anybody specifically. There is extremists in every religion, and I oh, think yeah. they're all just as bad as the other. Like I said, anybody in my religion that's like that, immediately I lose respect for them. Um, and uh, it's actually funny because uh, we'll probably wrap this up here because this one's going to be pushing yeah. a little long. But that's okay because it's an interesting and, and passionate conversation. I'm oh, sure yeah. we can actually continue this one later on because it's a, it's a fun thing to talk about because I know I can actually talk to you yeah. and not have to worry about anything. Um, but uh, so one of these guys that is in a kindred I'm looking to get into, and a kindred's basically like a group of other heathens that just kind of stick together like family, basically. Kind of like a study group almost. Almost, uh, yeah. Uh, study group, um... It's, yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. It's it's kind of what it is, but they get together and, like, so they, they do have study groups and stuff that will set up, like, on certain days um, that they'll, like, study runes and stuff like that, and then they also sometimes just hold feasts, like, they just get a bunch of people and we all eat and drink or whatever and just have fun. Um, sometimes they hold bloats, which is, which means there's, like, an actual meaning behind why we're all eating, stuff like that. Um, but there's a guy in there who is actually the head of the kindred who, uh, had went, he went to prison for whatever happened. Um, and that's where that's where a lot of heathenism actually comes from. The Odinism is, or like stuff like that. A lot of it, there is a lot of it in prison um, from the white groups. And that's where the white hate comes from. Ah. Because they, they learn about it in prison and then they take that out into the world. And that's how they know it. Um, however, with that being said, this guy I'm talking about has... White pride stuff tattooed on his body, which is probably something that he did back in the day, you know. Um, he's got the swastika somewhere, I think. He's got, like, white power tattooed on his shins, like, stuff like that. And the point I'm trying to make here is you should not let your past define you because right. that guy is now one of – he's he's such an awesome dude. He's still very, like, 
masculine and, and like in your face personality, not like bullying, but like he's just like that kind of guy. Um, he has that small intimidating factor to him, but he's not he's not racist like that anymore. He he actually stands against that. Um, he actually about I think he he either beat somebody or about beat some dude uh, who was at his house looking to get into the kindred and had made some racist jokes like that. And uh, he didn't take very kindly to it, and he almost laid that dude flat out. It was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> we have a joke that uh, it's it's uh, if his glasses come off, it's about to go down, <laughs> and he took the glasses off. But um, no, he's he's one of the he's he's a really cool dude, really like one of the greatest guys I've ever met. Um, I mean, this dude when I was getting into it and I was telling him how interested I was. I mean, literally within a few months of me knowing him, he was giving. He gave me one of his um, his books on runes that he had in prison that he used the entire time he was in there, and he said it was one of his like most prized books that he has. Like he cares a lot about that book, and he gave it to me for me to study runes, and then obviously I'll give it back when I'm done, just yeah. out of respect. But um, and then he, I mean, he literally gave me like a like a rotary saw, like a whole saw, because he was working with wood and making a crib for somebody, and I was telling him like, yeah, whenever I get get some money or whatever, I'm gonna start woodworking and making my own stuff, and he gave me a saw to cut wood with so I could start doing woodworking and stuff. I mean, this guy has helped me a lot and never asked for anything in return. He just, you know, he was telling me, like, uh, he could show me, like, how to make mead and all this other stuff, and he's just super accepting and really cool right off the bat. That's and awesome. Exactly. And so I, it, the, I think the biggest thing to take from that is not only to don't let your past define you, but you should also never judge somebody. And this is an old saying, like the whole don't judge a book by its cover. If that doesn't play a part in that story, I don't know what does. Because if you look at that guy straight off, you're like, this dude would probably kill me if I said hi. Like he, I mean, he's obviously very racist. He's obviously this, he's obviously that. And you talk to him for five minutes and you find out the exact opposite. And it's just, it's, it's awesome that, and it's even, more awesome that he was able to turn his life around like that because he's just an awesome guy now. And I don't know what happened to switch him up like that, but he's one of the most knowledgeable people I've ever met in terms of the religion I'm in and the runes and everything. And he's... So, there's people like that in every religion as well. And I think we all just need to be more like that. We need to be more accepting of things like that. Um, And obviously, I will say, since he is further into that religion, he doesn't really... He's not, he's not so much more open-minded about the conversations like with Christians and stuff. I think he's just kind of had enough of it. He's so deeply rooted in this one now that he just doesn't even want to hear it. Yeah. Um, so it probably wouldn't, like, if you were to talk to him uh, open-minded about Christianity and stuff like that, it'd probably go a little different. Um, but other than that, like, you know, he's, st- he's a good dude at heart. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of us need to kind of focus on more so than anything is, you know, being that way. Yeah. Set a good example for you know, what you believe in, because, yeah, that believe it or sense. not, you are the front man. Yeah, that, that, and yeah, so. that's, that's one thing that they do talk about in church a lot, is that we're all, and I guess it really, it, like you said, it fits for any religion, we're all kind of the disciples mm. of whatever we believe in, we all go out there and we spread it to the world. Yep. It's a responsibility. Exactly, and if somebody does have a bad, a bad rep with Christianity... You know, somebody like you could probably change that. You could probably turn that tide entirely. I hope so. um, then again, I've said some things where people like make comments like, uh, "Oh, just because you know you believe in the Bible, that means you you condemn this or put this down." It's like, well, that's not what I meant to do, but I can't necessarily defend it. So, <laughs> you know, people are always gonna say things, man. I don't even worry about it. The second if I start talking about my stuff and somebody, the second anybody even gets remotely hostile about it like if they want to ask questions or question me about stuff cool fine i get it um because i do that but if you're gonna get hostile and be nasty i'm just not gonna talk to you yeah you know well for me it was like there's this one specific thing that i shared one time i won't get into details because that'll just cause drama but uh (laughs) i shared it on facebook and i guess i wasn't very careful the media that i shared with it like because i watched the media and i was kind of like iffy about it myself i was like oh i'll share it anyway because it gets my point across but the problem was the underlying tone of, well, I, I guess that video um, had a very strong underlying tone that people picked up on. They didn't really pick up on my point. They mm. picked up on the tone of the video. 
And then that just kind of spiraled into another conversation altogether. And I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> well, I guess I'm uh, talking about this now. Um, I just, and of course, I had to give like the blatant, like, like if, if biblically, like from you know a Christian standpoint, biblically, if it if it's described as a sin, it's a sin. You know, it's not uh-huh. built around what we want or what we uh, think is nice or what should change or this. It's based on God, what He's decided is right and wrong. And um, that was an interesting conversation. I didn't expect to have um, because I was making one point and then a whole other point got pulled in from it that I didn't even really uh, see uh, coming. Pe- yeah, people definitely will nitpick. Yeah. And they will definitely dig and they will definitely try to get, you know, the worst out of your situation sometimes. It's no different than like when I share a meme that's meant to be a joke and it's dark. Yeah. Or if I share something political. Honestly, I could give a shit less about politics. and But if I share something political, it's because I think it's funny. Yeah. Just the idea of it's funny. And sometimes people will think that that's like my political view. And I'm just like, no. You're basically, you're basically <laughs> cutie-pieing it, right? Being all uh, sarcastic it, about right, something. Right. It's, it's, it's a meme for a reason. Like, yeah. if I was being serious, I would say something about it. I'd be like, yeah, this is a great idea, or I like this. This is I like that he did this, blah, 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 blah. And that's what, how it would go, but I almost yeah. never do that because I don't care. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, I mean, that's I, that's a whole separate discussion as well, but, like, I think uh, I think the second half um, kind of, sure, it went long, but it, it turned into a decent conversation as opposed to us, you know, hunting for a reason to come back from break, you know? Yeah. Like, diving into information that... Yeah. You know, it's like a whatever factor, whereas, you know, this might hit somebody's ears and um, this would be could be like, oh, okay, wow. It'll be interesting if this sparks some conversation somewhere. Like, mm-hmm. if this, like, really gets people talking, um, maybe we'll... <laughs> I, would, I say this half-joking, but honestly, if it happened, I would be so thrilled if we, like, inspire this kumbaya movement where all these <laughs> people of different religions just got together. Just so, held hands and... Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be uh, rad. I mean, we could we could maybe make that a we could probably do this like a once a month thing. That'd be cool. Where we just have one podcast that's dedicated to us talking about our religions or something yeah, like that, or like arguing different points and just seeing what we come up with. Yeah, it, I think the tricky thing though is that with these podcasts, we never know how they're going to turn out anyway. Like no, we, ha- we don't. We have a plan. <laughs> like we were supposed to compare twenty to uh, January twenty ten to January twenty twenty. And, and instead, that didn't happen at all. And instead, um, but that's fine. We'll uh. We'll figure it out eventually. But we're going to sign off out of here. Uh, sorry, this one went a little long, but it was wholesome and you needed to hear it anyway. So, Yeah. We're so, Audi 5000. So we forced this one on you, but like a quality Christian. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right, we are out. I am Nero. And this is Daggy. And we will see you guys next time on this. Thanks for listening. Um...